0: With Jonesy and Amanda. I've got to tell you, SAS is the toughest show on earth. I could never do it. And one star who has shone throughout the show is Dan Ewing. Dan Ewing, you might remember him from uh, Home and Away. He
1: played bad boy, Heath Braxton. He
0: was Heath Braxton. He was one of the River Boys. But Dan has been great on the show. Dan uh, likes to talk about himself in the third person. There's no acting on this course for me. This is Dan Ewing.
2: So what does Dan Ewing do when he is sleep-deprived? What will Dan do when he hasn't eaten, when he is freezing cold, he's getting screamed at, called all sorts of things? Okay. What does Dan Ewing do when his back's against the wall?
0: Well, what does Dan do when he gets yelled at? What about when he got yelled at the other night?
2: What I saw and heard in your personal debrief with the rest of your peers was you trying to bullshit your way out of it because you were embarrassed that you were the only one to reverse out of that contact. I staff, I wasn't embarrassed. <laughs> I made myself. Stop! I me mean now, people behind us, economy, people bodies moving on your say.
1: You ain't give f- chance. I told you! You got it wrong! You have just f- pissed me right off.
0: quite the bollocking.
1: I'd be in tears every single day.
0: <laughs> you couldn't handle it. We have Dan Ewing. I just raise an eyebrow at you and you were straight off to HR.
1: <laughs> Dan,
0: hello. Here he is. Oh, good morning, guys. How are we? Great We're to talk to you. Very
1: again. well. It, it, this show is so hard to watch. And I, I read that you researched what how the military train and all of that. But did it still take you by surprise?
2: Oh, you're not ready. Because it's 24-7, guys. Like, I've done sort of grueling, you know, quote-unquote, uh, like shoots before. But, you know, you could still go back to your, your hotel or whatever it is and you FaceTime your family. And then you're back into sort of, your, especially if it's a. Quite a difficult character. You're depressed for three months, but you could. There's still that connection. This is twenty four seven. It's mm. constant. It's relentless. So it was like no other.
0: And you had to take on Kobe Aberton and in in a punch up, and they put you. So they had a Bra Boy versus a River Boy, and as they said, a fake uh, the fake River Boy versus the real Bra Boy. How did you feel about doing that,
2: mate? Uh, I, I think uh, I, I, I think we knew it was coming uh, when Kobe and I met. So we uh, we had a funny discussion. And Kobe, in his, in his funny way, said, oh, made. I, I don't want our, our boys seeing their dads knock each other's heads off. And I was like, yeah, great, cool. a gentleman's agreement, fantastic. Don't get in trouble, but, you know, just don't kill each other. I'm telling you now, when I saw that man's eyes, they were red. <laughs> he a, he's, a, he's a machine, old Cope, but it was a great experience.
1: It, it, the stuff that I find hard to I mean, I couldn't do any of the physical stuff, but just that it's, you get hardly any sleep at night because they barge in on you in the middle of the night. The shared toilet arrangements, how did you find the personal side of it all?
2: Oh, to be honest with you, it's fine. I mean, like, I've, I've played enough sort of sport in my life, and obviously there's a lot of Olympians and professional athletes on deck. And even in my world, I mean, you know, back in the, day, the theatre days, everyone's you know, there's no time for, for worrying about modesty. So, you know, and, and to be honest, you, you, you're kind of worrying about when the next tear gassing is coming, right, <laughs> rather than seeing someone pop them. Is
0: that in the theatre or in real life on SAS? Uh, well, that, that, that's another story. That's another, yeah, another story. Because um, I looked at that challenge, the one where you had to take the uh, VIP across enemy lines. Mm. And out of all the challenges on that show, that was one I would actually wouldn't mind having a crack at. But I could sort of see where you were coming from when you stopped. Because uh, you don't know to go through the barricade. that Because those guys mess with your mind so much. They might have said, oh, you've just run over a whole village mm. of young little kids or something.
2: Yeah, and, and here's the thing, like, I, I, look, first and foremost, I stuffed up, I overthought it. Obviously, there's a lot of footage there that has disappeared for the uh, editing purposes where I talked about it a lot with Billy and actually admitted my faults and blah, 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 but that's mm. kind of boring telly, mm. right? But I overthought it way too much. You know, there was a guy with a gun, I overthought, mm. oh, get away from him, and then, you know, start the injured again and go through it. It's like it's split-second stuff. I made a mistake, I stuffed up, and... Um, you know, and as you do, you go back and we, you talk about the task with you with your mate. And we all do that every single task. But, um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's TV, so you need a villain, right? And it was just my turn.
1: What advice would you give to the next batch who are going in? What would you say?
2: Don't give the editor time in the master interview, uh, especially when they ask you what your fans think, uh, <laughs> what your fans will think of you on the course. Um, I, I made the mistake of saying yes. People know me as Heath Braxton. People know me as Cap from Love and Monsters. But what will Dan Ewing do? Blah blah blah. <laughs> you now, if you want to be known as a as a freaky actor who's meditating and levitating and talking about himself in the third, give the yeah. editor all the time he wants because you'll get you'll get an absolute whipping.
0: It's yeah. great. And, and I, I would imagine you're journaling away there. How does Dan Ewing feel about journaling? <laughs>
2: I, t- I, t- I just did my uh, I just did my journal with my little boy. He's up in oh. Queensland. Uh, we we can't see each other at the moment, so we we do a little gratitude journal. So a big get to all the families out there who might
0: be in the same well, situation. Yeah, I hope you mentioned that you were talking to Jonesy and Amanda today in your journal.
2: I did. and I said Jonesy wants to do the uh, vehicle challenge in his motorbike. Yeah, if because, I could mate. Ju- it's not lost on me that you're an animal. Okay. I get you're <laughs> no. you're
0: He's a soft animal. I'm getting too old. I'm just getting too old for reality TV. (laughs) I can't do it anymore, Dan. But you are doing it great and you inspire me not to do it.
1: Obviously, you can't tell us what happens, but the fact you're still there is fabulous, Dan. Well done.
0: Guys. Thank you so much.
2: I know, honestly, I love it. It's pretty funny that there's a dude who wears makeup for a living with uh, a few Olympians left. Right? That's not lost on me. It's quite funny. Okay,
1: well, You're Dan, more the summer colours in lipstick, though. Say,
0: <laughs> say hi to Dan Ewing for us, and you look after yourself, mate. I
2: oh, will do. Oh, yes. Thanks,
0: Dan. Dan Ewing. S.A.S. Australia returns Monday, seven thirty on Seven. I think he's going to do well.
1: Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.